1: So if you're ready to fill in the gaps in your business, decrease overwhelm, and finally get all the answers on your membership that you've been looking for, let's dive in.
0: Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Membership's Mastermind, Mastermind Podcast. So this is from Marlin, wondering how to create a weekly live experience for members that is scalable down the line. All right. So tell us about this.
2: I'm doing small classes at the moment online, and you know obviously the goal is to transition to a membership and i like the live interaction like this on zoom Mm -hmm. but it's great when you have 10 12 people in the class but with 100 or 200 or 300 i don't know if that's necessarily scalable so if it's not then i guess maybe not having people get used to that two-way communication and then if i take it away then it creates that tension down the line so wondering if it is possible to have some live component that is you know like thinking down the line that you know if i wanted to have so many members that is scalable does
1: anybody have any input
0: live events
1: as far as doing a live function of your member this is for your membership or is this a free the free yeah for the membership
2: because i mean because it's dance and so and that's not just information so
3: michelle go ahead I mean, this, this may, maybe somebody else can contribute something else, but I have a dog training membership. So it's kind of similar to dance, I guess, and that they have to participate. And I do live classes on Saturdays, and I have to say I hate them. And so now I'm trying to get out of that, and maybe turn that into like a small group that gets those classes with just that being open to the membership. I think it's just going to be too much. I don't know. It might be different for dance. That's just been my experience. Maybe somebody else has some better advice because it has really not worked for me.
0: What are, I'm just curious, Michelle. What would what have been the challenges for it that you that you don't like about it? It might be me, it might be me and not so much the
3: the doing the thing. But I find it really difficult to give people feedback and provide value in the live setting in a way that i feel like just providing them the recordings honestly of the classes that they can pause and fast forward and rewind and all of that stuff has been more valuable to them where the live classes i find like giving feedback to the students if you have more than 8 in a class it's just not feasible and then at that point can you how many classes can you really do on a weekend and then people feel left out because there's not enough room in the classes and then they feel like they're paying for the membership but they're not getting access so i don't know it's it's been it's been interesting
1: Are you actually getting that verbal feedback or are you just just assuming that's probably what they feel?
3: I'm just assuming that's how they (laughs) feel, but yeah.
1: So Heather, you had your hand raised?
0: Yeah. So I was just wondering why not, instead of trying to do something like that, like I get that you want like that community and the, I would want something like that too. Like if I was in that kind of membership, but what if you made it like a premium kind of thing and you just did like an actual like live dancing event, a live dancing event. Yeah.
1: So, I can just give some thoughts. It was funny that you said
0: that, Heather, because I was actually thinking that too. Instead of it being more of a teachable, make it like a social event where you're not sitting there and like, and that might be too, just thinking like Michelle with some of the challenges that you were talking about, more of like just social, them in action doing their thing without you having to give feedback. So, that way, if you do have like masses and masses, you're not stuck you know, not being able to get around to everyone. And it could be really fun and create that community element to it. So that was, it was, that was interesting. You said that because that's what I, my man meant.
2: Yeah, I figured that sometimes the, the, the class is tailored and shaped by the questions that come in. But as you said, with so many people, that might be a little bit more challenging. So I don't know if maybe webinar style where it's like just a one-way video and people just can type in questions and fielding some of that way, you know, maybe that's kind of the, the happy medium. I'm not sure.
1: So what I would say, though, is that Zoom is like, I think it's been reinforced this year with what's going on in the world. Like everybody's on Zoom and like this is like the new way of communicating in a lot of ways for people and everybody's seeing everybody else do their thing. If you notice, there's probably maybe 10 percent of the people that were on the call actually said question. Which means that the intention of the rest of the people that came on the call was actually to listen, to absorb, to learn through everybody else going through this process. So I think a lot of us make an assumption that everybody that comes on to our calls actually wants to engage in the direct conversation where this is like a different form of lurking. There's a lot of people that have their their cameras off and they just have this in the background and they're consuming at their own pace. So just be careful because sometimes this is a better user experience that might keep people to get involved. And how many of us indirectly learn something through somebody else's conversation? Mm -hmm. So you're immediately eliminating that, which then changes the experience, where you could just reframe it, where you say... Hey, we do these calls every week, and I always take the first 10 questions. So if you want to come on, come on early, ask your question, and we're going to go through. Keep in mind, though, that as I help correct other people, I want you to see how that could impact what you're doing. You know, Because a lot of people learn through watching things happen through others. And not everybody wants to raise their hand and put themselves on the spot because it feels like a hot seat. So I just want you to keep that in mind for each of us. Like I'd say right out the gate, no matter what, just make sure what you do is sustainable. Mm -hmm. Like it's something that you are into and you love and you enjoy doing it. And also understand that as you grow, it does create different tension. You might just need to reframe what the deliverable is so that people will naturally come in line because it's really what we promise. If you promise one thing and you can't deliver it, then that's what creates a negative tension. But if you just reframe what the offer is or what it's about, because I think the community element, like everybody coming in, like in these type of things, I think this is like, we're all at home, we're all alone, we're all isolated. This is, for some of us, this is probably the only external conversation outside of our world Mm -hmm. (laughs) today, you know? And I want you also to keep in mind is that conversation allows relationships even though they're virtual it allows relationships to form and people look forward to coming in because they can cross conversate back and forth with each other and that might be one of the things is really why they come Mm -hmm. is the social element of it and the moment that you restrict it to like texting in it changes the conversation because now they might as well just be on a Facebook live you know they don't need this anymore because it's They'll need to see a bunch of heads doing this or this. It's like they, they want to actually communicate back and forth. And here, the last thing I'll say on this is that this gives all of us, no matter what our thing is, an opportunity to have a community element that's like cl- as close to like in person as we can to talk about something that we all have in common that nobody else in our life gets like all of us coming on this membership mastermind call. Like when, when we get off the line, if we're trying to talk to a spouse or a family member, or we're trying to talk to our neighbor. They're like, what you doing something illegal. You're making money online. What are you doing? I don't get it. I go to a nine to five every day. You're doing something illegal. Like that's what we get. Like people just think we're doing something illegal. Cause like they don't see us physically selling a product or service. So they're just like something, something some, some shady, <laughs> something shady going on in their house. <laughs> like, so you have the ability to have people have a conversation to be able to have a common interest, to be able to talk, and some of those members are going to stay just for this part. You know, just keep that in mind. So even on our Dream 100, we have those call. We have more than half that'll do exactly what's going on in this call. They just they 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 type in hashtag listening, and they they'll pop up sometimes. They're like, oh, can I say something? You know, oh, I have the same problem, but they just have it in the background, and they're happy. Like that's what they want out of it. So that's that's my sorry i'm always going on tangents <laughs> yeah I, I love
2: teaching people and dance and the joy of dance and i love that this as you said that common connection i just wasn't sure if it was scalable per se when you have a hundred people and who, who unmuted yourself can you unmute yourself the dog is barking and you know all of that type of
1: thing mm-hmm. yeah so you could you could if you're going in that direction and you want to test a couple things out you could in a way like do a stream yard where you could have one there Like if you want to come on the call, here's the secondary link to come on as an attendee. You'll be put in a waiting room. And if we have time for you, we'll bring you in on the call because you can have nine people on StreamYard. So you could technically like broadcast that into the Facebook group. But those that do want to be part of the conversation, if they can get into the waiting room, then you you can actually talk to them. So, I mean, there are hybrid type type of ways. Or you can get webinar version of this and just promote people to panelists and bring them up. But if you're not, if you don't, if you want everybody to be more in that purposeful lurking state, it's just what happens. All of our faces become invisible mm-hmm. when, when you do that. Mm-hmm. It's easier with two of us because like, as you guys are talking or Melissa's talking, I, and somebody, I can tell, I, I just, I'm very quick to go, okay. Who's not muted. Click mute. mute. Like I'm going and just. <laughs> or the last thing I'll say is when you, <laughs> I'm kidding. You know, the last thing I'll say though is like, cause I know Deb has done this. Deb that's on here. And she's, Deb is incredible. She, she helps people with member retention uh, and creating like wow experiences with memberships and stuff that she has helped us out in some cases. Like as we're talking, she's just helped because she does this professionally, but what, she, what she's done is sometimes she'll like put in the URL for us mm-hmm. as we're talking or she'll, she'll help with elements. You get to that point where you have 200 members, you could probably pay some 50 bucks to come on that call with you and their job (laughs) is the mute people (laughs) and the type things for you. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And for that hour, they're like 50 bucks. Dude, I'm in like, give me that 50, you know? (laughs) So I just want you to think of that, that when you're up to that problem, you also have other solutions at your fingertips. Also, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to just be you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great point. Thank you so much.
0: If you enjoyed this podcast, then join us on our free live zoom calls twice a month. You'll get to ask your membership questions and hang out with awesome membership owner peeps. Just sign up to be notified at membershipsmastermind.com.